Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode of It's a Definite Maybe, a podcast for those of you who are just trying to figure it all out, with your co-hosts Stella and Rosie. It's International Women's Day, so for today's episode, we have brought you an extra special episode all about being women. Woohoo! International Woo! Women's Day! Women! Yeah, ladies, who run yeah, the world? Girls. Who run the world? <laughs> girls. Um, fun. Happy International Women's Day, firstly. Happy International Women's to Day. To our fellow women, female identifying, and anyone else who celebrates. And even all of the, the men out there. Yeah. And people who don't identify as women because, you know, it's always important to celebrate Holy. women. Yay. Which is a perfect segue because the International segue, Women's segue, Day. Segue, 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 segue. <laughs> the theme for 2023, International Women's Day, and there's a theme every year. Mm-hmm. This year it's all about hashtag embrace equity, mm. which is essentially all about embracing a world that is free of prejudice, free of discrimination, mm-hmm. free of misogyny. And it's all about being equal both in in our genders, in our mm-hmm. race, ethnicities, religious beliefs, everything. Obviously, International Women's Day is all about gender very very gender focused but mm-hmm. it's all about equity so we're going to talk about that i guess yeah. yeah yeah well it's nice i guess that it's being so front of mind right. to have a day that really embraces celebrating women, women and and kind of it's one of those things where like it almost causes a bit of social pressure for organisations to actually acknowledge right. International Women's Day, even if, like, part of it is kind of for show. A little bit least, a little bit, oh, I can't even think of the right word, a bit trivial. It's like, oh, we've got cupcakes and our male CEO is saying Happy Women's Day. Like, yeah. Oh, guys, come I mean, on. It's, it's definitely a nice thought. And I think for a lot of organisations where there is a culture where it is very male-dominated and everything, every little bit helps. But at the same Look, time, it's, it's a good you do thought. have to kind of walk the walk as well rather than just kind of doing something to fulfil your corporate social responsibility but then not actually, like, following through with anything, not yeah. changing anything internally, like, not yep. reflecting the values of equality gen- mm. generally gender or otherwise within your organization on a cultural level yeah totally and i think it's i appreciate organizations who make a really intentional effort or they're really open about their hiring policies or what mm. they're doing about inequality and diversity and like all their dei mm-hmm. stuff with all of that but i think it can get quite cringy when brands mm. online especially are like oh Happy Women's Day, and then they go back to being a boys' club, mm. or they do it the same with Pride Month. They do it the same with Movember, like all of these big things. And I think what we want to do on this International Women's Day is kind of talk a little bit more openly about it. And sure, we can't change the world. We unfortunately do not run the world or the government or our organizations. But I think even just starting these conversations is a good step. And I think that's what some mm. companies do right is they're at least yeah. making an effort and they are trying. I think a lot of places get it wrong, but there's mm. a lot of places who are at least making an effort. And yeah. so that's what we're doing. We're here to talk about sort of the struggles of being mm. women and, you know, feeling inferior and like the whole imposter syndrome thing. I think that's mm. a theme we kind of really want to touch on today is this, I guess, struggle about gender or like people mm. who identify as female this idea of like, oh, well, we're people pleasers or we don't want to get in the mm. way or be too much and, you know, not be the center of attention. So often women sort of take a step back. They don't put their hand up. They 
you know, they're often shut down again. This is a sweeping generalization, but I know that I felt it. I felt inferior because of my gender, my age, my race. And it's like, why, why do women or people who identify as female Mm. often feel more inferior, this like Mm. tall poppy syndrome to tear each other down. Whereas a lot of males and men or people who identify as male are like, yeah, I don't have any of those things. I run the world because I'm a man. Like things are easier for me and my gender. Well, it's so funny. On the note of imposter syndrome, I actually think it's probably more common with men than they would really care to admit. However, I think the difference is that men are kind of expected to approach things in a particular way and with a particular energy when it comes to entering into a role, even if they're severely underqualified for it. So I think men are able to better mask imposter syndrome a bit. I feel like they doubt themselves less as a gender as well. I think women often put themselves down because they think, oh, it's wrong for me to stand up or I don't deserve this or I don't deserve to have my voice heard. Well, in a society that really values typically male or masculine traits, Mm. it's difficult to be a woman in power and be able to back yourself and have confidence and know your worth and trust that you know your stuff but also not kind of fall into this trap of adhering to societal standards to an extent. But it is really interesting because we had a panel at work and one of the speakers on the panel was saying that there's a lot of women who feel like they need to embody these typically male or masculine traits in order to be able to get ahead, particularly in business and in positions of leadership and Mm. really high up in the corporate hierarchy. Because they don't feel like they're going to be taken seriously if they lean into their more feminine traits and the things that make them special and different and unique as a woman. Yeah. And it's those sorts of qualities are looked down upon in positions of power and beaten down on and belittled, I guess. Yeah. What, What were some of these, air quotes, male traits that they were talking about is it like like confidence like there weren't what is they it? weren't necessarily specific male traits or masculine traits that they mentioned i think it's just this kind of general energy of like mm. power and and confidence and Boss kind of cockiness energy. and all of that yeah. sort of stuff and kind of like you know big dick energy rather than thank you that's the word i was going for <laughs> boss man close enough big dick energy yeah BDE. bde yeah rather than kind of leaning into the empathy and the softer and you know the typically more feminine Emotional. traits because those sorts of things in business in particular are seen as weaknesses yeah even though for weakness. a lot of leaders those are massive strengths and they're ways right. that people can really connect with people that they're leading absolutely build trust build respect build that foundation of openness and communication i guess realness as opposed to everyone's been in those meetings where they don't feel like they can speak up because they don't understand a question but they feel like they'll be looked down upon if they say actually i don't understand whereas it turns out there's 10 people in the room that don't get it either absolutely i think simon sinek talks about this as well but if there are leaders who say actually, I don't understand this or encourage people to speak up about things that Mm. they don't understand and ask questions about things that they don't understand, 
that's a much better culture to be fostering because that's when you really get that open and free communication flow and where people are actually learning rather than people being too freaked out to make mistakes and to look stupid when in reality there's a lot of other people who are probably in the exact same boat as them. Oh, totally. And I had the uh, interesting um, thing happen at work. So they're doing this content series for International Women's Day and they were sending this questionnaire around Mm -hmm. about vulnerability, about risk-taking, this idea of like equity and Mm -hmm. pushing the boundaries and all that stuff. And I was asked – how do you, in your work or outside of your work, inspire other women to take risks? Mm. And my definition of risk was sort of like going out of your comfort zone, giving mm-hmm. stuff a try, all of that. And I talked about me, how so I've struggled with the idea of content mm-hmm. and LinkedIn and building a personal brand. And I still face this idea of not feeling good enough or I don't deserve mm. an opinion because LinkedIn is so dominated by males, C-suite, executives, mm-hmm. Caucasians, and all of these people who I feel like I don't fit in here. I don't mm. fit in because I'm a woman. I don't fit in because I'm a millennial. I don't fit in because I'm Asian. Mm. And it's this idea of like, okay, well, I am trying to help other people start conversations because I've been put down so many times because yeah. of gender, age, race, you can all offer of a different things. perspective. Exactly. And that's what mm. I think is so interesting about trying to encourage more women in leadership positions, more women in STEM, Mm. more women in places where they have often been dominated by men because it's like, well, just because I have tits and no dick (laughs) doesn't mean I'm any less worthy than you are Mm. or it doesn't mean I'm less intelligent. Like it's, oh, I get so passionate about this. Sorry. Well, this is the interesting <laughs> no, like, why should thing. I apologize? No, I don't apologize, apologize for no. it. No. And that's another <laughs> fa- bad trait I've picked up as a female yeah. feeling apologizing for, for existing. Yeah. Well, this is the other thing as well. I think some people's criticism of the whole diversity hire is that some people only get hired because there is a diversity quota, not because that's they are the best person for the job. But I think it's one of those things where we need to shift the mindset from, well, this person is helping to meet that diversity quota and it's, yeah, this person meets, you know, a diversity need that we have in our organisation so that we have a broad representation of different perspectives but also this person is the best person for the job yes and this person isn't isn't overlooked just because of their gender this person is just like any other applicant and they got the job because they're excellent it just so happens to be that they're also a woman yeah so it's also a matter of breaking down those traditional ideals of like oh we have to hire a woman because we we don't have enough women and like not hiring women for the sake of it but just viewing women as more capable i guess rather than Equal. immediately going to oh okay well this male has the exact same qualifications so we're going to hire the male because you know he'll be better in the job or whatever it's just a matter of yeah getting that equality yeah in the and workplace and in terms of like mindset and whatever it's stripping away the goggles of seeing gender mm. as clear as day of like oh you're a man oh you're a yeah. woman oh you're a they them non-binary so what i was looking for <laughs> and instead being like oh you're a smart intelligent person absolutely oh yeah. you're a creative leader it doesn't matter what mm. gender you are it doesn't matter what you identify as it doesn't matter what your race is like it's yeah, you're a great leader for being a yeah. human. You're a great parent for being a human. You're right for the job. You're right for the be a prime minister. Like, and obviously we've made strides as a 
species in the last 50 years. I mean, mm-hmm. you think about 1950s versus now, I realized that was 70 years ago, not 50, but that's okay. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> but I mean, I feel like we still have such a long way to go. I mm. mean, even still talking in the corporate realm, there's some ridiculous figure that I can't remember that high like a stupid percentage of men are more willing to be actually handed a raise or a promotion because they just feel they earn it they deserve it and they ask for it whereas women suffer with that imposter syndrome the self-doubt mm. and this idea of like oh well i don't deserve it like oh i mm. haven't worked hard enough oh, i'm just not gonna ask for that just won't ask for it won't shoot their shot mm. whereas men or people who identify as masculine are like oh yeah I deserve that. Of course I do. And don't give it a second thought. And it's yeah. just so interesting that so many people struggle with this idea of imposter syndrome. And then it breaks the question of like, are we doing this to ourselves? Like, obviously not. But it's like, are we not helping the problem of trying to drive towards equality? Well, but I mean, it is a combo. lot of social conditioning at play. And totally. there's so many behaviors that are kind of like subconsciously pumped into us that we aren't even really aware that we're perpetuating, I guess, mm. and certain values that we're continuing on and breathing life into yeah but it's so funny because when it comes to like job applications and things like that there have been so many studies done where there are men who apply for roles that they are severely underqualified for and they apply anyway because they have this grandiose sense of self and they're like oh i'll get it anyway yeah whereas all of these women will look at these job roles and go oh i don't have this 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 and this therefore i'm not qualified for this and they don't shoot their shot Absolutely. Where if they did apply, it may well be that they would be the best person for the job, even though there are certain criteria that they don't meet and it is kind of a confidence thing and they're not backing themselves. Oh, yeah. The job that I work, like I I was hired over someone that had more experience than me because Mm. they were like, you know what, let's give her a chance. She feels like a good cultural fit, Mm -hmm. a good fit for the role. We can teach her and train her. Mm. And that's purely because I was like, you know what, I'm gonna, I'm just going to try and see what happens here. Whereas, you know, maybe five years ago I would have been like, oh, oh, I'm not worthy or I don't mm. believe in myself enough, I doubt myself. And I would have lost it out maybe to a man or mm. maybe someone who's just more confident and more cocky than I was. Mm. Well, it is kind of unfortunate when it comes to this changing perception of women in business in particular, Mm. I guess, but just women in society in general and feminism and kind of how that plays into things. Because there's this misconception that feminism is all about women are better than men and yada, yada, yada. That's not feminism. Feminism is just saying we want to be treated the exact same way that men are treated. It's not one is better than the other. Yeah. It's we're just one of fucking rides. Oh, my God. And honestly, this whole feminism debate, like, I can see things from both sides because there's a lot of people who say, well, you know, you can't benefit from being a woman in certain ways but then ask for equality in other ways. That's not really how it works. And, like, fair enough to feel that way. But when it comes to basic human rights and being treated in the same way as our male counterparts. Exactly. When it comes to pay (laughs) and, like, general treatment and perceptions of don't us get me started on abortion and our rights. capabilities just because we are a particular gender that's where feminism comes into play yeah. and plays a really important role in 
tipping the scales more evenly than they have been in the past. Oh my God. Yeah. The amount of people in my bloody LinkedIn comments, when I do a post about being treated unfairly as a woman or women's rights or being hit on inappropriately in my Mm. LinkedIn DMs. And I'm like, I, I, I'm very careful with my language. It's mm. never me, women are better. This happens to only women. I never, mm. and that, you know, out, I can't even think of the word, outlandish with my language. And the people in my comments often are men and often are white and middle-aged. Oh, mm-hmm. What about men? Why are you putting women? Why are you putting women mm. above men? Why are you putting men down? I'm like, no, you missed the point. Yeah. Or like, what about men's day? It's like there is an international mm. men's day, but the reason international women's day is so big is because we have no fucking rights and we're still working on it. Well, this is the thing. When it comes to international women's day, part of me kind of feels like, well, it should be how I view Valentine's Day. It's not the one day where you celebrate women and then all the other days you go back to normal where women are kind of squished down and, you know, belittled and whatever. Mm. But it's just, oh, on this one day they're risen up and acknowledged. It should be every single day. Like there should should be a culture of women being raised up and acknowledged for things that they deserve to be acknowledged for and not just saving things for this special day. But at the same time, I think because of the society that we live in and the values that are still being perpetuated in society, realistically, International Women's Day is really important because there are a lot of women's voices who would never get heard otherwise. And this day is all about bringing those people to light and raising up women who would probably get trampled in a lot of cases and talked over and don't get their chance in the sun to actually say what they have to say because what they have to say is important, but just because they're a woman, it gets squished. Totally. So in that respect, International Women's Day is definitely a step in the right direction. But at the same time... Yeah, but at the same time, it's not saying, okay, cool, like we said at the start of this episode, it's not saying, okay, cool, we celebrated International Women's Day, therefore everything is fixed and better. Not like a it problem. needs to be a continuation of improvement of policies and values and attitudes towards women in the workplace and mm-hmm. women in general. 100%. Before we do wrap up today's episode, I did want to touch on something that you mentioned earlier, which Mm. is imposter syndrome in women. And there was one of the panellists in today's panel (laughs) (laughs) who, because a question came up around imposter syndrome and how to combat that. And there were a couple of really interesting things that were raised by the panellists. One of the things that they said was seek mentorship and seek help and advice from other people in Mm -hmm. your workplace because there are so many people who want to help you to fill in those gaps in knowledge that you may have that are leading to imposter syndrome or will help to pump you up and see your value and your worth, give you relevant, important feedback, et cetera, et cetera, Mm. et cetera, properly help you grow. But also one of the things that one of the other panellists said was, embrace imposter syndrome which I found to be really interesting Interesting. because I think a lot of us view it as a really negative thing and something that we're like oh no that freaks me out it it brings me a lot of anxiety I can't do this yada 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 as opposed to turning it into I'm really anxious about these particular areas which is going to cause me to really 
drive progress in those areas like and that. fill in what those gaps are, yeah. learn things that I don't know. It's a motivator. And lean on people around me and really like absorb all the information mm. that I possibly can in order to help me feel more at home in my current workplace or in my current role. Mm-hmm. And realistically, I mean, it gets to a certain point where people get promoted and promoted and promoted and they might be kind of out of their depth. But chances are you weren't promoted to this particular role if there wasn't someone who didn't think that you could do that role. There's someone in your corner. Absolutely. And if they saw something in you that meant, oh, we want to promote this person because we think they can do that role, Mm -hmm. then dig into that a little bit more and... Like we said before, use some of those areas that you might get a little bit anxious about or that you might feel not quite where you need to be and use that as an opportunity for growth. Mm-hmm. Boom. Mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, still that is the perfect way to wrap up our International Women's Day special episode. So to all of our women, non-binary men, people that identify as female and everything in between, happy International Women's Day. We see you, we hear you, we love you. You can always drop into our DMs, into our emails, all of our socials and details will be in the show notes as always. If you want to have a conversation, you want to tell us your stories about imposter syndrome, you want to tell us about how much you love women, slide into the DMs. We always are open for a chat. Absolutely. Remember to rate, review, subscribe if you can even do that wherever you're listening. You do doing. all the things. And as always, we're excited to take you along with us as we talk about other areas of life that might not have a one-size-fits-all approach. So we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.